All right. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is John Gator coming to you live from Wellington and looking forward to having the opportunity to talk with you guys again today. And uh, we are doing things at an earlier time than normal today. Um, we are uh, moving things forward to 3.30, as I mentioned a couple of weeks back. So from here on out, we'll be starting things up at 3.30 in the afternoon instead of 4. And so I'm looking forward to talking to you guys a little bit about some of the things that have happened this last week. And as always, look forward to answering questions for you. Um, as always, um, anything that I do share these on this show is my thoughts and my opinions personally. Um, I do not represent the Board of Trustees, and I do not represent the Town of Wellington. I speak only for myself. So I am looking forward to a chat with you guys. We had a, um, some We've had a lot going on, especially the last couple of days with the fires, but I uh, do want to share with you guys kind of how things are going. So kind of to hop right into things, um, uh, let's go ahead and pull up the agenda from our board meeting last week. So we're going to be covering the board meeting from last week and then as well as the upcoming board meeting this coming Tuesday and uh, going over some things. So the first thing that I do want to bring up is those of you that may have joined us on Tuesday would have noticed we ended up having to uh, move the board meeting to Wednesday. We had some challenges with the links not working properly and the public was not being able to um, log into the meeting. So again, our apologies on that. Uh, we're still, I don't know if we still know exactly what happened on that, but the board did make the decision to reschedule the board meeting from Tuesday to Wednesday as we felt it was important that the public be able to access the meeting via the links that were in the agenda and so we did move the meeting from tuesday night to wednesday evening and uh, did have that so just if you're wondering why the date is according to the 12th of august um it was because we had to move it for um the ability we just we couldn't get the public to access the meeting reliably so we made the decision to move that forward so i do appreciate those of you who came and joined us wednesday or those that came on tuesday and stuck with us to try and figure that out hopefully we do have that sorted out so that we won't have that happen again moving forward but it is kind of the way things go with electronic meetings. Um, but that being said, we'll go over the agenda from the August the 12th. And so with that, we'll get right into the annexation agreement. So that was um, agreed to move to the board meeting at the end of the month. Um, at this point, we are waiting for a few items to be worked out between the town of Wellington and Poudre School District still. And so once those items hopefully are sorted out by our staff and their staff over this next week, the, I, the goal is for our board and the Poudre School District Board to both approve that annexation agreement and I believe development agreement as well um, at our end of the month board meeting. So that was agreed to move that forward to the end. We do have the um, draft right now. There's still some changes coming. So it is attached if you want to look through that and see what is involved with that. It's uh, fairly extensive. <laughs> and then um, the second item that we had on our agenda was the um, resolution 28-2020 and that was a change in the raw water dedication fee and lieu rates. And if you didn't have the chance to hop on to the meeting, um, there was a fairly good in, um, background given by town staff as to why we're looking at these changes and what those fees are. Um, for those of you that may not be aware, um, basically what the fee and lieu um, does is, in essence, whenever someone wants to build a home in the town of Wellington, as a developer, they are required to bring a certain amount of water um, to the town. What the fee and lieu does is it says, rather than having to bring water rights, which are generally difficult to come by, 
that we will allow you to pay us a certain amount of cash instead and then at some point we as the town would then go forward and purchase those water rights. So that fee, I believe, was updated the last time in 2017. You guys have to excuse the fly that's buzzing around my face if you can see that. Um, but those were updated probably three or four years ago, the last time by the town. And as in relates to that, the fees that we have to pay for raw water have gone up exponentially in that time. And so just to give an idea, um, I asked the question, so just recently this year, the town purchased 10 shares of uh, water of North Pooter, and the price that the town paid for those shares was 200,000 um, a share, or slightly above, I think it was 205, is what the town paid for those shares of North Pooter. And when I asked our public works director to actually go and do the math on what that would have been, we collected from developers over the last three years based on how our fee and lose system works, basically to in the houses that would fit those 10 shares that we collected over the last several years, that amount would have come up to about $900,000. So in essence, the town was subsidized, in essence, a million dollars worth of water costs because we did not have those rates did not reflect the current price of water that we have to deal with. And so there were some very um, legitimate concerns brought by developers to the board about that this could have an impact on slowing the growth in the town. Um, it does have the potential to um, drive up the cost of new homes and may make Wellington a little bit less affordable to live in, uh, which are definitely some concerns that uh, we had to look into and try and balance. But I can, again, speak for myself, the board did choose to approve this increase, which is a fairly substantial increase. Um, from speaking only for myself, because again, I can't speak for anyone else. Um, while I do want to continue to see the town grow, I think that we do need to be sure that we are being smart and careful about how we do that. We are trying to manage our infrastructure and get things caught up with the water plant and the sewage plant. And I appreciate that we do have developers that are doing a great job in building homes and trying to draw more businesses here. At the same time, I do think that we as a town have to make sure that we are not subsidizing um, new building. So we can't be actually paying cash out to pay for that. So with this change, the developers can still bring the raw water rights and then they can just trade that in at whatever cost that they paid for that. They don't have to pay a higher fee. The only time they have to pay a higher fee is if the town is expected to go out and purchase those water rights. And so it does, it basically makes sure that we're not putting the burden of continued development and growth of the water on the existing homeowners of Wellington, but we're trying to make sure that that cost, when we're trying to get that new water, that that cost is covered by those new developments and homes coming in. So if you had any questions on that, feel free to let me know, but that did pass. Um, so the board did pass that. And then we did also have um, ordinance number 16-2020, which was amending the Wellington Municipal Code as it relates to special meetings notification. Um, and that was a pretty simple, straightforward, basically allowing the town to email or call trustees to notify them of a special meeting instead of actually having to send a staff member out to the house of each trustee to make sure that we do get to make sure that they are aware of the upcoming meeting. So that was um, that item that was also passed. So that is up to date. Um, from there, we went into our liquor license review board and uh, we approved the liquor license review for both Papa's Table and as well as the Mini Mart. There was no issues or concerns brought up in regards to those, so those were both passed. And then for the reports, our town attorney did give a report on a citizen initiative that is um, 
right now is in the clerk's office is, that is being reviewed in regards to, there's two initiatives from what I understand. One is legalizing the sale um, and manufacture both, I believe, of uh, marijuana in the town of Wellington. So currently the town code does not allow for that. Um, the citizen initiative has been brought up to say that they'd like to have that voted on to be made legal. And then the second portion of that is a tax associated with that. And so those are both being reviewed by the town clerk's office right now to verify that the signatures are um, adequate to the requirements. And then from that point, um, that from what I understand, the way that things can go is the board of trustees can either approve the initiatives and put them straight into law, or the board can choose to refer those issues to the voters. And so this will actually be on our upcoming um, board meeting this coming Tuesday is um, options for that election. So either there's two ways we can run it, either a special election that runs concurrently with the county election that would include the presidential election and everything else, or it would be on that same election. So we have to figure out exactly the details and we'll be discussing that on Tuesday as far as what that election looks like. Does it get run as its own special election at the same time, or does it get run um, on the same ballot as the presidential ballot, the county ballot, commissioners, all that. So we're still trying to figure that out. We're going to be discussing that further on Tuesday because it sounds like there's uh, there's several different factors that can play into that. So we're trying to figure out which is the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, one, financially, what's the best use of taxpayer dollars because we do have to pay for that election whichever route that it goes, uh, but at the same time wanting to make sure that we're able to get the information out to the citizens so that they can vote um, and have their voice be heard on that. If the board does elect, now again, that's if the board does elect to not approve that. Um, if the board could choose to approve it, if the board does choose to approve those uh, citizen initiatives, they would go straight into law, or if the board chooses to refer that to the public, then it would go to a vote for the whole town. And so the whole town would get their choice in saying whether they approve or not do not approve of those initiatives and then from there our town administrator did given um, we had a discussion regarding economic development this was brought back from one of the previous meetings and just trying to work out what direction the board wanted to go and so we did give direction to go ahead and open up a RFQ so we're looking really for what qualifications not necessarily just price um, to bring someone a firm in to do economic development for our town until such time that we've hired a town administrator and then at that point we potentially would look at rehiring a full-time economic development director and then from there i don't believe we had any staff communication separate from that we did have a couple of reports from board members um, for myself just um, asking our town staff to look into some concerns that have been brought up regarding water and that uh, bill's just looking at different numbers and seeming to run really high and so I did ask town staff to look into that and get some answers. And just, um, I know personal bills too, uh, was seeing that there's some fluctuations that we didn't understand. So we did ask town staff to look into that. And then I also did just make a request of the board um, that we just do a better job of making sure that we're um, really focusing on being transparent in how we're handling um, issues. And in specific, it was in relation to issues being removed from the agenda um, and making sure that we're having discussion in public meetings, not through email chains or things like that. And so that was that. And then the board did go into executive session. Um, and as you'll see below, that information was there that the board went into executive session um, for conferences with negotiators for local board as allowed pursuant to section 24-6-4024E1, I believe. 
Um, for the purpose of determining positions relative to matters that may be subject to negotiations, developing strategy for negotiations, and instructing negotiators relative to the needs to lease or acquire space for new town facilities. So, and just as a reminder for executive sessions, those are not public meetings. It's a separate meeting where the board is having discussion. There are very strict limitations on what can and cannot be discussed in executive sessions because those are not public meetings. And within those, the board is not allowed to come to decisions. They're not allowed to make decisions. Um, they are not allowed to make policy or make changes. There are very specific things to set out for. And so that was uh, great that we had that opportunity to uh, get that taken care of. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to throw them into chat. Otherwise, I'm going to start into this upcoming work session, which this may get adjusted as far as our agenda. So the original plan for this coming Tuesday was a joint work session between the town of Wellington and the Wellington Fire Protection District. And obviously, the Wellington Fire Protection District is incredibly busy right now um, with fighting the forest fires that we have going on here in northern Colorado right now. So we just ask for you guys to keep the our firefighters and everyone that lives in those areas in your thoughts and prayers right now. Um, I know that's a stressful time for everyone who's in that area, whether they've been evacuated or even if they're in an area not to be evacuated yet. I know my mother actually is in one of those areas, so it's kind of this pins and needles not knowing exactly what's going to happen. So we just ask that you keep all of, uh, especially the men and women who are up there fighting those fires and trying to protect those homes, keep them in your thoughts and prayers, but also for those who live in that area that are either being evacuated or potentially being evacuated please keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well so but with that we won't be having a joint work session with the um, Wellington Fire Protection District is what my understanding is um, so we are as I know for the moment we are going to be covering an intergovernmental agreement with Larimer County for the 2020 election so this is where we're going to be discussing the two different options um, that What's the word I'm looking for? The board is looking at the two different options for elections on the citizens initiative. So whether we run our own election with our town clerk or whether we um, run that concurrently with the county, because um, there would be an intergovernmental agreement that we would have to do. So um, if you do want to have a say um, in that, I would encourage you. I know normally in work sessions, there's not um, being done. There are not decisions being made. In this case, there will be a decision made on election. So I would highly encourage you guys, if you have thoughts, questions or concerns, please do come to that on Tuesday to let the board know what your thoughts or concerns are on that. And then I see Kimberly had a question. So the board cannot choose to uphold the current ordinance that says a pot shop is illegal. They would have to refer it to the public. That is correct, Kimberly. So this is the um, beauty of checks and balances is the board of trustees are not the kings of Wellington. So um, if there isn't, um, for some issue, or for whatever reason, and it, it's not just pot, it could be anything. It could be, um, trying to think of something else. It could be speed limits. It could be, um, could be some law that you think should be passed or shouldn't be passed. So if you can go and collect um, signatures, I believe you have to get signatures from 5% of the voting, of the registered voters of the town of Wellington. And if they sign that, there's a process that goes through. They are confirmed by the, um, town, ugh, town clerk, I apologize. And then that item is then brought forward to the board of trustees. Now the board of trustees has the option to just straight approve that right away. It doesn't, it is not required to go to the public if the board does choose to approve it. Um, but if the board chooses not to approve it, or they feel that that is a decision that would be better left to the public to make as a whole, not for the seven member board, what they would then do is refer that to 
the public to make that decision. So um, regardless of where you stand on whether you think it's a good thing or, or it's a bad thing, whether it be legalized, it is a very good thing that we as the board of trustees, again, we answer to the people. So if there is an issue that you as the people of the town of Wellington feel needs to be addressed, the citizen initiative is a way that you have to actually make sure that, that issue gets addressed, even if the board of trustees will not address it. Um, you do have the ability to go and that they are, we are required to put that in front of the voters and the voters then make that decision regardless of what the board says. So just keep that in mind. Um, again, like I said, it's, it's whether you like it or not, I think it's a good idea or not. It is very important that you as citizens have that right to make sure that your voice is heard. And I think that is incredibly important. So Kimberly, I don't know if that answers your question, but um, the board cannot choose to say that we're going to stick with the current ordinance if the citizens of the town feel have gone through the proper process and feel that that needs to change then we do have to abide by that process we are legally required to do so so yes and the because things are still in process the they're still confirming signatures and things like that the board has not made any official decision one way or the other but because of the way timing works with elections we have to get that process started now even though our clerk is still confirming signatures there's still a protest period that can go on there's a lot of different pieces that are moving but the challenge is is we have to make sure that we're making um plans to run that election if it if it is going to go to the election for the public to decide we have to do those plans now just based on where we are in the year so that's a process that we're starting even though the board hasn't said anything one way or the other on those citizen initiatives because those initiatives have not been brought forward to the board yet all right so i think that was really um there's the intergovernmental agreement is um, included on here with some explanation as to what we're looking at. Um, kind of the gist of it is we're looking at roughly, roughly, this is not a guaranteed number, $30,000 to run an election concurrently with the um, county. If we, so if we were to put this issue on the same ballot as the presidential and county commissioners and things like that, we'd be looking at roughly $30,000 um, to pay for that. Or if our town clerk feels that she can actually run this for less expensive. Um, so we're going to be trying to balance out which of those options that is the right way to go. Do we run our own election that we can run less expensively? It'll still be run by mail. It'll still arrive. Um, or do we feel that it's better for us to just run that with the county on the main ballot that's going to be coming in November anyways? So that will be a discussion that we're having. And you can actually look through the different um, information that's included in the intergovernmental agreement. And again, if you have thoughts on this, I would encourage you to come to the board meeting on Tuesday to make sure that we can hear your thoughts and concerns on that as well. And so for the moment, that's the only item that will be on our agenda. Um, I don't know if we will get an updated agenda that will come out with other items because originally we were planning to work with the fire district, so we didn't have town items. We may actually put some more town items on the work session agenda, or we may just have a shorter meeting on Tuesday. So I'm not exactly sure how that's gonna run. We're um, just gonna kind of work with things and go with the flow. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions. So if you do have questions, please let me know on those. Um, I did want to go over a couple of things with you guys. Um, we did have our town hall that was on Monday of last week. And so I wanted to walk you guys through that video is actually up. Um, so if you go to the water utility rate update page on the town website, so that's right here, um, and you go down, you can actually click right here and it says virtual town hall water rate increase. And that will take you to the town's YouTube channel. 
and you will actually be able to watch that entire presentation. Um, the town staff and the board of trustees did work hard to answer all of the questions that were asked to the best of our ability. Um, and to my understanding, we are working to get a lot of these questions that were asked answered as well on the FAQ page. So would encourage you guys highly, if you have not had the chance to, wa to watch the town hall, if you didn't make it into that, please take the time to watch that. The presentation that Mr. Sexton put together really does a fantastic job of explaining why we're having to deal with what we're having to deal with. Um, there were some great questions that were asked. Um, I felt like we were able to give answers um, to help understand and explain why we're looking at things the way we're looking at things and the things that we're looking to do. And if you haven't taken the water rate survey, please do make sure to do that. Um, I know there were some concerns that were brought up about not it being very focused. Um, we did, I believe, add in a comment section. So if you want to put in comments that are not reflected in the questions that were asked, you do have the ability to do that. It is very important to us that we have your feedback. We are trying to figure out how can we address and implement the feedback from the community into the way that we move forward with these rate changes. That being said, we have to get that that feedback from you to know how we can incorporate it or whether or not we can. Um, I know there's been some concern about, well, why do we have to do this now? Why, why don't we just wait? And the concern, and this was brought up in the town hall, was that if we choose to wait potentially as early as next year, the state of Colorado will come in and force us to make great changes, and they won't care what the citizens say. So this is literally the only way that the citizens of Wellington get any say in this matter is if you engage with the board and we proactively take action on that now. If we wait, the board, the state of Colorado will come in and take over and force us to make changes and they won't ask how we want to do things. They won't care about our citizens or what might cause hardships for them. So this really is our opportunity. So I encourage you guys, please, please, please engage with the board, engage with the town staff, let us know your thoughts, let us know your concerns. Um, we are taking those into consideration. I understand sometimes people feel like, well, you're just gonna move. We are, we are going to have to make some kind of a rate change. Um, I personally have not been presented with a um, situation by either citizens or staff or any professionals um, on how we cannot do that. Um, because as I said, if we do not do that within a year, the state of Colorado will come and enforce that change. And it will be even worse at that point. It won't be better. It will actually be a worse change at that point. So we're trying to be as proactive as we possibly can to make sure that gets taken care of. So I do encourage you guys to, um, again, engage and let us know what your thoughts are on that. Also on the town of Wellington, if you click on the town page, this does have the um, all the meetings on there. So you can actually see the um, August 12th board meeting is also listed. So you can go back and watch that. Um, you can also watch the 14th of July and the 21st of July. Um, so they will be posting all of the um, board meetings online so that they can be viewed. So if you ever have questions about what did the board say or how did the board vote or you know what did we talk about, you can actually go view all of that. So I would encourage you to do that if you have any questions. Also, just a reminder, um, the presentations you can see here, they also have up now the virtual town hall water rate presentation from the 10th of August. All of those water presentations are on this page. And then the utility frequently asked questions. This page will be getting updated as we have more questions get in and town staff puts together answers for those. So I again encourage you guys to look for that look up to that and see if you can get those questions answered if you do have them because we really do want to make sure we are able to answer those questions for you. 
So that's been a lot of the community questions I've had have been in regards to the water and the rates and what's happening with that. So I appreciate those conversations and hopefully I'm able to help answer questions and help people understanding. Again, as you have ideas and thoughts as how we can do better, please bring them to our attention. I know that we want to know that. We want to get as much feedback as we possibly can from the community. So with that, I will take any questions that you guys may have. Um, I believe those are the items I wanted to cover for today. Just as a reminder, um, moving forward, we will be at the earlier time of 3.30. Um, I know, as I mentioned, my family and I are attending, able to start attending church in person again, and we do have a Sunday evening service. Um, so with the four o'clock time, it was getting very difficult to make it to church by five. So um, we're bumped times forward just to make that a little bit easier. And then just again, as a reminder, just please keep in your thoughts and prayers those that are up fighting the fires and those that are being affected by that, um, both by having been evacuated or um, in that fear of being evacuated. Just please keep them in your thoughts and prayers. And with that, um, I don't see any questions in the chat, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up here. But I look forward to talking with you guys next week, and you guys have a great rest of the day.